So we'll definitely be visiting either way. But. Back and forth. And you're going to keep your house there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you could always, yeah. Hi, friends. It's been two weeks. Welcome, welcome. Yay. I hope everyone had a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving break. I don't know if, can we say that? Or do we say holiday break? I don't know. I want to be politically correct. <laughs> For me, it was a Thanksgiving break. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I hope every we had a break. Me and Anna had a break from our uh, calls. I hope everyone had a wonderful break from us as well. Yes. Um, we have lots to chat about today. So I know Anna, you first of all, excuse my voice. It is better than it was, but it's still not fantastic. Um, so I might have to put a cough drop in. I've been doing it cold for like it's on week three. <laughs> You're like, I'm doing this cold right now. It's like I know. It's really awesome. You should really do it too. <laughs> Not. I don't I mean, know if it's the same one or me and my son keep passing it like back. I don't know. But this like, season, I mean, I I've been very uh, well, except for Thanksgiving. I, I did have a bunch of people at my house, but I haven't been around people that much. So luckily for me, I haven't gotten anything yet. But you know, it's that time. Yeah, we of have year. a five-year-old. They're disgusting. We've talked. Oh about yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Um, but you had, so November's over and I think we both hit okay. some, uh, I also cannot think straight. Um, cause I'm still on meds too, like to, <laughs> You're just very medicated. <laughs> I know it's like the natural stuff. So I don't feel so bad taking it for three days, three weeks, but it still does like mess with your brain. Um, absolutely. We records, we've had some records this month. Both of us hit records, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I had, um, actually crossed 11,000 in like gross revenue for the first time ever in a month, which was really exciting. The only time I've actually crossed 10 was last December. So, um, <laughs> oh no, Duncan wants, wants the book still. Guess what? I still don't have your address. So how am I supposed to send you yeah, Duncan, send it. I don't know if he's on Instagram. I talked to him on okay. Facebook. So maybe he, has well, it. he just wants to harass you. So we'll have, we'll have to work that out somehow. Oh, and if you guys are new, I have the book here. Oh. This is what I'm talking about. I always keep it here. I don't know if I've put the link in. I should make sure after. We always talk about it on here and then I'm like, did I do it? Yes. I, I can't stand seeing the glare of my glasses. It drives me nuts. Well, and also if you can find like, you know, on Instagram, like we're always posting in the stories when we're doing these lives. And so if you go to my profile or my store's page um in in each one of those i have a link tree in my bio that has the link to it also so i don't think my audience cross contaminates because <clears throat> i did a poll yesterday oh, on instagram and on youtube to see i'm doing vlogmas so it's a video every single day and i was like what do you guys want to see like because that's a lot of content every single day yeah it is um <laughs> And the Instagram poll, so it was four options. The Instagram poll picked two and the YouTube poll picked the other two. As <laughs> I'm like, I don't think they cross-contaminate. It's a completely funny. There's a couple that will like go between, but it's so funny with social media that like they stay. I think it's the same with reselling too. Like you have people on eBay and they won't go look for it on Poshmark or. Yes. Okay. I have a question for you about that. Yeah. So I'm not getting on Poshmark. Sorry, but. I have a friend who literally 30 minutes ago texted me and she's like, Hey, do you, she's like, I know you sell everything. Like if you were only going to sell clothes, would you still sell it on eBay or would you try Poshmark? And she's basically having that dilemma herself. She's never really sold on either platform, but she definitely only is selling like probably her own clothing. It's probably like pretty fashionable clothing. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be on YouTube live with my friend Sarah who does do both. And she will probably have a much more insightful answer than I would have. So is she doing it as like, just to get rid of her closet or to like, yes, just yeah. to like, yeah, not, yeah. Just kind of like, because she doesn't want to just donate it and it's nice stuff, that type of thing. I would probably just do Poshmark because it's significantly easier. Okay. Um, my stuff sells, like my volume's higher on eBay. My average sale price is higher on eBay. Um, but it took me like a solid eight months to get to that point after yeah. trying on Poshmark for two years. Right. Um, you have to like commit. eBay is like a long-term relationship, right? Yeah. Like, you and have to show them your commitment where Poshmark can be like a side piece and you put a little, like you go out on a date for the weekend when you want to sell some things and then you don't see it for like, six months. Right. And it's and kind of like, whatever, but is, is it, um, would you say things sell more quickly on Poshmark too? Uh, no, not necessarily. I mean, no. Okay. Um, no, her, her like criteria was like, I said, you know, 
you know me, like I will wait for stuff to sell. And she's like, yeah, I'm not that patient. I don't want to wait forever for it to sell. But I also don't think she cares about getting the very topmost dollar for it either. Yeah. Well, and Duncan has a good point too. So you have to share on Poshmark. Mm. Um, so I have a sharing service that does it for me. It's linked down below if you guys are interested. Um, <laughs> you can use it too. It's like 30% off, I think, if you use my code. Um, but you do have to share, otherwise you can't make sales. I would probably, when people ask me that I don't want to get into reselling, yeah. I, if it's like super high end, I would send it to like the real real. Oh, okay. Uh, their commission rates are pretty okay. Or just take it to a consignment shop around. Um, it's a big, I mean, you know, it's a big commitment to resell. And there's a lot of sellers. Well, and yeah, for her, like her husband is a friend of mine too. And he sells stuff on eBay, but he's more into like collectibles, trading cards, like that kind of stuff. And so I know the categories are so different. <laughs> and I'm just like indiscriminate about it. Like, no, no, it's all in any category. Oh, well, if her husband already sells on eBay, then he can like help her. It's just yeah. intimidating. And if you're only going to sell like 10 items out of your closet, it's not worth like figuring it out. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I mean, that's, that's interesting. I'll, I'll tell her everything that you said, but especially just that, like, it's kind of like a less of a commitment to be on Poshmark, but you do have to share and on eBay, your ASP and your, um, volume is higher, but it's like a little more to trifle with. Yeah. And it's higher now. Like when you first mm -hmm. start, you have no feedback. You're not a right. shopper seller. You're not doing all the strategies, right? right? Like it was not that case when I first started. Yeah. Um, so sales, what did you do? Your sales hit records. What did you do to do those? Uh, hold on friends. This is a question Q and a too. So feel free to ask questions. Um, we have things to chat about chat about, um, <laughs> but do feel free to ask questions as well. I'll put the banner on. So I don't have to I like listen. cold medicine, Sarah. This is fun. Um, <laughs> it's cold medicine. And it's also like three days probably of being up all night sleeping. So I'm like lack of Ooh, sleep. Yes. That is really rough to me. That's like the killer de sleep deprivation, but, um, I'll be taking yeah. so mostly I've just had my, I mean, I actually haven't listed anything all of November. I didn't list anything. I re yeah, I know shock and awe. I refreshed or like, you know, sold similar, like everything that needed to, that was like going to be over 90 days. So I did keep all of my listings from becoming stagnant. I do have a big chunk of them that is stale, which is between 30 and 90 days, but I'm just mostly trying to keep things out of stagnant. Like how many do you think you did sell similar on? Refreshed? Oh, probably at least like maybe three or 4,000, like throughout the month of November. Oh, like so I would, fourth of your store. Yeah, probably so. And like, I think just based on the 90 day like cycle at this point, that's pretty much like what I do every month. And it's a somewhat balanced. So I'm just always taking the bottom ones and putting them back to the top, like that kind of thing. So this is interesting. And I'm actually planning to do like an experiment like this um, once the year is over. Like I can start doing experiments at the beginning of the year and hit new goals. But yeah, that goal for the end of the year. But it's interesting yes. because you talk to people, every not every, but most resellers you talk to, any advice that you get is how do you make money? You had your best month ever, ever. Yeah, ever of all time. One single new item. I sure did not. But I wonder, I don't know. What I don't know is like, does selling similar mm -hmm. to eBay, like, does that count as new listings? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. So we were talking about this with Val, right? That the new listing isn't necessarily for like checking a box with eBay algorithm and eBay's like, oh, I'm happy now. It's more buyer behavior. And yes. if you have new listings and it's getting more eyes and they're going to your store. And right. From that perspective, yes, I think sell similar is the same because it's yeah. getting shown as new. It's right. a new thing for buyers to look at. Right. Um, so the other thing though is that my ad rate was flat across everything that was not like super high dollar. It was twenty percent. So that was pretty high. Too. Yeah. <laughs> but like for not listing anything, I mean, I sold 525 items in November. Like I shipped all those. <laughs> so this is interesting because I'm looking like forward into January and like starting to plan some goals. And inventory is my biggest hiccup. Mm. And it's also what makes your net and your cash flow. Like once you get to a certain place, if I cannot spend as much inventory and sell what I already have. Yeah. 
And so like, instead, like right now I'm listing 12 items. I'm just thinking out loud with you, but right yes. now I'm listing 12 items a day. If I went down to listing like five items a day, but selling similar seven items a day, I wonder what my sales would do. Oh my God. And then you're not spending money on new inventory. And I'm not like, I'm constantly stressed about having to find new inventory. Right. Yes. I could easily find five. five well, that is one reason that I built my store this way with a huge inventory because I know that sometime in the near future, I'm going to have small children in my house for like a few years and I'm not going to be consistently listing stuff. But I do think that the magic, like not magic, it's really not magic at all. I shouldn't say that. But like the, the secret sauce that is not a secret now because we're telling you about it. It's delicious. Yeah is the selling similar thing because you know if you just throw everything up there and you never sell similar it's just then at a, a certain point 99 of your store is stagnant like mine was then it's like okay it, it makes sense why it feels like you have to keep listing but maybe that's not completely true and maybe there is a world in which you know i could let ah. four thousand items sell down like even if i'm not having like a gangbusters month like last month like if I had, you know, three to 400, like normal items selling every month, but I wasn't having to list anything like consistently, that would be great. You know? So yeah, I didn't yeah. really do that on purpose in November. It's just that Amanda, my sister-in-law who works for me was like, I'm going to take a little holiday break. And I was like, you do you just let me know when you want to pick up some more work again. Yeah. And so she's just kind of been off. And so she's the, you know, not the bottleneck, but she's like, photographing and processing all my items. So I'm not doing that because I'm shipping 525 things. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, yeah. I'm just going to do my work. And whenever she wants to, you know, do another batch of stuff, she'll get back on the train and we'll keep going. But like, she didn't have to, and I didn't have to. So, it was, so we just didn't, but it was, a, it was a really good experiment in hindsight because it seems like it worked. I mean, November is always a huge month for me. So there's that. And I was promoting things a lot and I'm in this semi-liquidation mode, but it, it was really like, it really like was satisfying because I was trying to sell down inventory. So I have less to move, make more money, you know, than I would maybe normally make in a November by kind of pushing the envelope on those yeah. fronts. And like, I think it worked. <laughs> so I'm like, pretty no, I too, and I think we're kind of onto the same thing. This is kind of what I've been messing with for the past couple of months. Yeah. Well, I had never sold similar. I had read like, it's good. It's bad. You should do it. You shouldn't. And then right. we went to headquarters and we talked to some people and like, they didn't explicitly tell us to do it, but they kind of told us to, right? Like, like this is how it works. If you were to do it, like why it helps, like why it actually, right. what's the mechanism there? Yeah. Right. And eBay has a button for it. So I was like, if they have a button for it, right? Like, yeah. It's not us doing a workaround to try and figure out how to do it. They have a button. Um, and I think that's why my yeah. summer was awful. Um, mm -hmm. But some of it's summer slowdown for clothing. And I wasn't yeah. much, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I've been messing around with so similar and promoted as well. Um, but it's at the promoted. I was at 25% for November. Yeah. Like my cap was 25%. Um, they'd obviously don't all sell there, which is really right. high. But it was my it wasn't my highest gross month ever like gross number, not gross, like, oh, uh, <laughs> it was the highest number sold month that I've ever had. And I was at like four, I don't know. I can look real quick. Um, let me see. 400 and what is that? 421, um, which is my highest, but my average sale price is like tanking but i don't think that's because of me it's the market i've done videos on it like looking yeah. at what like in Peak, what the trends are people don't have money right now and that's going to continue yeah. on for my stuff for clothing yeah it's not collectibles it's not high end right um people are going to still need a pair of jeans but where they would spend 25 dollars now they want to spend 15 dollars. yes um and so i think i'm gonna have to try and push i love my little naked mannequin in the background <laughs> I think this is kind of the, I'll be interested, but then I'm also like, if we keep doing these really high promoted and then we're on YouTube telling other people to do it or telling them to mess with it, right? it's going to keep pushing that ceiling higher and higher. And like, then we're not making money if we're at like and promoted. Well, like, yeah, it, it's hard to see some stuff go for so cheap too. like, cause I had over like, 
Thanksgiving or this the holiday weekend, right? All all of it, like Black Friday, Cyber, whatever, small business, all the things. I had like a 30% off sale on top of that. So I was like basically taking home 50% of all that stuff that sold. And I didn't notice like a huge difference in like the amount of stuff that sold during those days. Now I can tell, okay, the weekend as a whole is over, but but like I don't know, it's it's still doing pretty well, but I actually had, so I usually do the adjusted ad rate thing and I put a cap on it, um, but just to like push, 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 I just set it across the board at 20%. I didn't even let it fluctuate by category, which is something I normally do because it'll, it'll, you know, hold it to whatever the standard rate is for per category, like per item. But yeah. I was just like, no, move this stuff out of here. <laughs> so, that, and it did seem like that felt like a little bit more of an aggressive approach. And it seems like it got some more aggressive results. So I guess it is. But it works too. Like I was talking with my husband this afternoon. I keep going back and forth on like, should I keep really high promoted listings? Like, what should I do? Yeah. And, and I've said this to myself too, but hearing someone else say, he was like 75%, like, cause I'm at 25%. Uh, fees. Like once I put together all of my things, my eBay fees are getting to be about 24%. They used to be like 14, which is like kind of like high, right? But I do 20% on Poshmark. So it's only 4% more. Um, And it's like 75% of something is better than 0% of nothing, right? It's getting them to sell. And I think we're headed in, at least for what I sell, I think we're headed in that direction this next year that you kind of just have to do what you can do to get things moving yeah. otherwise i'm a hoarder and not a reseller <laughs> don't do it <laughs> yeah um i do want to touch on really quickly too because we're talking a lot of ebay but poshmark actually yeah. showed up for me this month um one oh, was nice. the lives and we've talked about those like to an extent that i don't want to even get into anymore so if you're interested <laughs> i have a video on it or go back and check some of our other youtube lives that we kind of talk about it as i was doing them i've stopped so i haven't done one in two weeks um but it did get me twelve hundred dollars extra that i wouldn't have gotten otherwise it was like a profit of like three dollars an item but it was all stuff that i was going to donate or i'd had forever because i was like kind of feeling the waters um so that kind of helped but then i tried a couple new strategies over cyber well like that whole weekend like small business. I know it's like Black Black Friday, Friday, small business Friday, Cyber Monday, or there's a giving day. Is that Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. I was like, there's like several. (laughs) Right. And Black Friday. I forgot. I didn't think about it until after Black Friday. And I was like, oh, duh. Um, But we do like a family thing on Black Friday. So I wasn't like in business mode. And then Saturday, I was like, I should like capitalize on this, right? Like I am a small business. Yeah. And Sunday, like, hello, Sarah. Um, But I I tried a new strategy about it. Well, I wasn't, I tried a new strategy. I didn't really do anything. No, on eBay, I did. I did a 30% off coupon too. Mm. Um, and then any watcher, I sent an email or a message with them and was like, hey, I'm doing 30% off of everything. If you want to bundle items together, you get 30% off if you say anything else. I didn't really do much on eBay, but I did a couple like aggressive strategies on Poshmark and I have a video coming out uh, on either Saturday or Sunday about exactly what I did. It was one of the best Poshmark weekends that I've had. It out be eBay, which for me, I think that's happened like three times in my life. Wow. Um, so Poshmark like showed up for me, which is not normally the case. Um, it's not showing up for me so far. I mean, we're only two days into the month, but I had zero sales yesterday on Poshmark. So yeah. Well, and that, yeah, it, it definitely still happens. I don't know. My phone just made a noise and I'm not sure why it's supposed to be on silent. Um, oh, well, mine's going to be buzzing in a minute. I think okay. we have a couple of questions too. Um, oh yeah. Question on eBay. How many places does promoting your items get shown? I know the answer. Do you, Duncan? I know the answer. Do you? Tell me. 130. Duncan, I want to hear what you say. So here's the thing. I've heard from three different eBay executives. Different numbers. Three different numbers? Three different numbers. Um, and well, Average them? No, I'm just kidding. Right. And then we did, I did a paid promotion um, with them on Instagram. That because they're paying you for it, you have to like approve. Like I, I wrote all my own content. They weren't like telling me what to say, but mm-hmm. they don't want you like saying explicit lies, right? Like to make sure that you're not. Um, and so they just kind of have to approve it. And I put 130 on the post, and they were actually like, mm, "Let's make that a hundred. Ooh. And I was like, "But I've heard an eBay executive say 130, and they're like, "We're gonna, we're gonna say a hundred. 
<laughs> and I was like, okay. So I don't know if there's some miscommunication. You're like, can I say over a hundred? <laughs> no, I think I said yeah, I don't know exactly what I said. They would not they would not let me commit to the hundred and thirty. Wow. From their mouth. Essentially it's from their mouth because they're paying me to do right uh, uh real. Um so I thought that was interesting. But they did say at least a hundred. So I'm going with the hundred number now. That that's, is interesting. All right. Well, that's a nice round number. Um yeah, it was easier to I was gonna say, oh, I just I forgot to mention this earlier when like so my my record of of November was crossing over eleven thousand uh gross, but I'm also now below twelve thousand listings. I was thinking about this because you're like claim not your claim to fame, but like you're known to be now I'm just nobody out. again. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have to increase it once you get back up to illinois i guess yeah but you know what gabe would say he'd be like who cares how many listings what's your net yeah i'm with i'm with gabe on that one <laughs> yeah one of the few resellers that has actually asked me what my net was i was like oh like yeah. most resellers don't talk those numbers which is why yeah i love gabe i mean I I, I agree that it's more important. I just um don't like, I want my net to be better. So I'm not like walking around going like, this is so unusual. My net is this much. Although I will say, I'm, I'm hoping, I don't actually know what my, off the top of my head, what, what this means my net would be, but um I'm like, hopefully going to be hitting a hundred thousand gross for the first time this year. So that's exciting. Let's I, go am, it. I know friends, go <laughs> shop our stores. So I am, I looked at my numbers today. November's in. I'm eleven thousand five hundred ish away from a hundred thousand gross. I've done that in months. Yeah. Um, these past couple of months are kind of bleak, and then Christmas isn't usually because then you have like the week of Christmas where people aren't spending, and so that's like a week. Right. Like mm -hmm. once it's the last day to ship, you don't get many sales. Um, sometimes I get a little bump after Christmas when people got Christmas money and then they'll start shopping. So I might yeah. do like a big promotion then. I don't have high hopes and I'm going to be really pissed. I'm going to be at like 98.5, like so close that we're just going to round up friends. <laughs> <laughs> Question, will promoting a dog item at 70% off sell it? Duncan, do you, I'm going to let you talk for us and then I know why he's asking this question. Oh, okay. Stop I'm sorry if it's like. I mean. <sighs> It might sell it, but it all depends on how the quality of the listing relative to the other listings. So it's not going to guarantee that it sells. I think your chance of selling it might be better, but you know it's still not going to promote it at the, to the very top, even if you push it really hard, because it's if it's not a good listing or it's not a good item, that's just like you can never overcome that with ads. Yes. And so, so he's asking this because I told him this week I promoted something it's been almost a month that I promoted it at like 50% with like uh, swing. Cause just like my one oldest item I wanted to do, I'll do a video. on Yes. It. That's um, awesome. But I wanted to see what happens. So you guys are watching this. You also have to watch the video when it comes out. Cause I'll show you all the numbers, but I'm going to tell you what happened. So I promoted it up to like 75%. I think it could go. It's my oldest item. The selfie rate on eBay is reasonable. Like it should have sold by now. It's a, uh, the, like probably three years old. Um, so obviously three years ago, my listings weren't as good, but I didn't change anything. I promoted yeah. it for two weeks. Yeah. I promoted it for two weeks and it didn't sell. The views went up a little bit. It didn't sell. So then I went in for a week. I changed the listing, made the picture a little bit better, went in and like updated some of the listing things. Now, you know, three years later, I know a little bit better. It got a few more views, three weeks-ish, I'm guessing. I'll show all the numbers in the video that I do. Three weeks, it doesn't sell. So then I end it and sell similar a week and a half it sells with a lower promoted listing no way mm -hmm. so i think i think it, this goes back to a little bit of what we're talking about it's a little bit of both yeah like if your item is so so old ebay has already suppressed it so far i don't know that there's coming back from that like they're like we've had this for three years and it hasn't sold even if you promote the crap out of it yeah no one has looked at it or bought it in three years this well, is a yeah, I mean, when I first started turning over, it's like if anybody lives near a lake, you know how this goes, where the bottom of the lake turns over and like you can taste it in the drinking water in the whole town. Have you ever experienced that? No. So disgusting. <laughs> it's a real thing. It happens like every so many years. It's like, oh, the lake's turning over. Like it's a thing. Anyway, um, 
but it's kind of like that. It's like this slow, like nasty process that you can taste in the water for like a while. And then it eventually goes away and everything settles back down. And it's fine. But um, when I first started turning over all of my listings, you know, um, earlier this year, I noticed that like there were some things and I, I mean, I hardly was even doing anything with promotions at that point anyway, but just turning them all over was like, and I had to do it in shifts, you know, so I didn't like accrue a bunch of fees and stuff. I had to like kind of pace myself with it. But um, yeah, it, it made a huge difference. Stuff that had been sitting there for literally five years would just like sell. And I'm like, well, that's not a coincidence. <laughs> like, right. And it was no better off. Like I did not change anything about those listings. Also, can I just do a little reveal? I just realized I, there's a secret, uh, there's a secret person in my shipping station right now who's hiding. Mm. Would you like to see her? Oh, I'd love to. Oh, I'm gonna go this oh, way. Oh, you're at that hip. Oh, is it an M and M? It is. <laughs> to sell? No, she holds all of my rolls of uh, thermal labels for my printer. Oh, on your finger? On the finger? Uh, she That's has like, so cool. I she has like holes. Let me see. She, she's like a candy like display piece so i just have these inside and i just pull them out when i need them oh that's cute i don't have space for that in my room it's um, very sassy. anyway i just realized oh she's behind me and she's staring at me i wanted to touch on something that you noted too um especially if you have a lot of listings so i am yes. in the i don't know what level store it is but it's up to ten thousand listings um and I have 2,000 listings. So when you're selling similar to me, it doesn't necessarily matter because I could list an additional 8,000 before I'd have to start paying fees on it. True. But this is something, if you're starting to look at doing sell similar, this is obviously, you know this because you said it, but for the people out there, if you're starting to do sell similar and you have a store, or obviously you're paying for the listings in, in some fashion, yeah. you need to be mindful because as you end an item and list it again, whether it's relisting or sell similar, it counts towards how many you have in your store yes. um, and you will start paying fees, right? You'll start paying fees. If you, I turned over my whole store in a month um, because I don't, I have like 8,000 additional listings because they like increased it over COVID. Um, I'm not yeah. to it, but if you're like right on that cusp, you may want to be a little bit uh, mindful. And this kind of goes into this as well, like more the process of how to do it. Yes. Can you smell similar in bulk? I'm interested to hear how you do it because you have a large store. I do. And I also have ADHD. So I'm terrified that I'm going to get distracted and accidentally delete like a whole bunch of things in bulk forever. And so let me tell you how I do it. This is how I protect myself from that mistake. I have never done it and I will never do it as long as I follow this process. Okay. But, I, this is good because you know what happened to me this week. And I think part of it is. Could, that could have been in play. I was wondering. Okay, great. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get to that. In a second. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I. I do also do it 200 at a time because if there's any issues um, or, or actually you can do it 200 at a time, I do it 100 at a time, um, mostly because I don't, I'm not trying to do like all 12,000 at once, like I said, but also if anything goes wrong or there's like some kind of a weird thing going on, glitchy thing going on in the bulk editor, then I don't want it to affect 200 of my listings. So I sort my whole, all my active listings, I sort them by the And day. I feel like too, sorry, real quick. Okay. I feel like the more listings that you bulk, the more glitchy it gets. Yes, like it says like you can do 2,000 at a time, but right. it doesn't. You don't want to get in a situation where it's like, oh, it timed out. And now like- You're trying to figure out. Yeah, these weird like, yeah. Half of them actually relisted and some of them didn't. And anyway, but what I do is I sort all of my active listings by the date so I can see the oldest ones first. Yeah. And then I select the oldest 100 of them and I actually end them. Okay. So, okay, like so real quick, when you go in, because this is something that it didn't dawn on me to do, but you can, because um, I do the same thing, but then you can do like by page, like 25 or 50 or 100 yeah. or 200. Yeah. And I was going in and I was like, well, this is going to take me forever. And then I was oh. like, oh, duh. Yes. No, that's a good, yeah, exactly right. I set, so I set it to show only 100. Yeah. Okay. So I just, and, and I select the whole page. Yeah. yeah. And it just says everything on that page. And then I end those listings and I actually open another tab. And in my other tab, I go to, um, I think it's unsold is the name of it, right? So there's like active and there's unsold. Um, and do so then I, people, do people want to see this? Um, I can show them. I was like, I don't know. I think I'll mess it up. Um, sure, you can show them though. Can you sell, sell a few similar real quick? 
Yeah, I'll put my glasses back on so I can see. <laughs> um, or we can just show them. So you're in listings, you're in active. Active. Okay, so you would sort it by um the let's see, probably over start yeah, date. start date, right? And you can move these in the order that you want. Customizable yes. right here if you wanted. If you don't have this, you can add it to yes. Uh, Right. To be like a criteria. Okay. So like you have them one through 25. So let's just do 25. Do you want to, are you cool? Yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm fine doing it. I just don't know if um, it'll do it. We're just going to pretend. Okay. But I just want to show them where to go because, yeah. because I don't know that it will do it. I see. Streaming right now. Um, oh, I see. Okay. So but if you go down, sorry, I just want to show people. So items per. Yes. Items per page. So you would do a hundred. I would do a hundred. Yes. And yes. so then you can select them all and um, actions at the top, that little bubble and listings is the first one. So you would end, you would end those listings. And then if you scroll up to the left-hand menu, there's unsold, right? So I have the active tab listings tab open and I have another tab open and that one is on the unsold page so that every time I do a step, I can refresh the page and make sure like, Yes, my active listings just went down by a hundred, right? And uh, then I can look on the unsolds and go like, okay, yes, they're all in here. And then from that unsolds page, you can select all of the listings and you can sell similar. And then it will open them in the bulk editor. And all you have to do is submit them. You don't have to do anything. It just opens them in the bulk editor, submits them. But doing it this way, it does not automatically delete the unsold it starts a whole new listing. So those unsold listings are still there. So what I do is after I have sold them similar and now there's new versions of them, I go back to that first tab where the active listings are and I refresh it and I make sure that my number went back up by a hundred. So I know how many active listings I have. And then if something fell through the cracks and say only 97 got added back to my active listings then I'm like, well, what happened to those three? <laughs> Cause sometimes that's how things fall through the cracks, right? So only after that point, once I see, okay, in my active listings, you know, it went down by a hundred when I deleted or when I not deleted, when I ended those listings, it went back up by a hundred after I sold them similar. And now I'm going to go back to the unsold tab, delete all of those. Why do you delete them? Because the next batch of 100, I don't want it to be mixed in with a whole bunch of old unsolds. So like, those are like the empty old versions of the listings so i just do this batch 100 at a time so I, and i make sure that before i start on the second batch of 100 my my unsolds are like at zero oh because so you're doing 200. yes so if i'm going to continue would you still delete if you weren't doing them in one day because yeah, i don't i don't delete mine duncan has told me that i need to because ebay does wonky stuff um i, I don't I, I do just because that is my checkpoint like mm -hmm. to double check and make sure that i'm on the right step or that i didn't like get things out of order um so if i didn't delete them it might be more confusing i guess but i also don't check that they went to active so, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, I want to it just in case they didn't um and so here so thank you for walking through the process i think yeah. it's good to hear the process um and i wanted to talk to you about how do that. you do it do you do it different um i do similar but i don't have as many checks and balances okay <laughs> and I think it screwed me. Um, and I've only started doing it. So I started, I had like 2,200 items in my store, never done sales before. So I went through and I was like, I'm going to get these done as quick as I can without it being chaos. Um, and so I did it over the course of like a week and a half, which was like two, 10 days, like 200 a day, which for me is a lot. Um, you know, that's, my entire store was turned over and it used to be like three years was the oldest date. And now it's all like a month old or 10 days old, Yeah, um, which was kind of weird when I was looking at things. I was like, why is it only 10 days old? Yeah. Give me a second. Um, but I, this was all a new process for me. So I was going through and doing it and doing, I was clicking all of them. So that took me a second to like click on. Um, now I'm down to doing 25 at a time and I do the same process. I don't check after though. Um, yeah. Which is probably good. I just assume once it hits click that it's there. So I yeah. think I have that check and balance. And here's why, friends. You guys, Anna knows this, but we're going to talk about it. So this week. Which this may have contributed to it, but it's not, you're not totally certain, right? 
Yeah. Um, of course I have a spreadsheet and the yeah. analytics. Um, I like wrote the reasons for all of it. So Ooh, nice. Yeah. So I track, I mean, if you guys aren't new to the chat, if you're new to the channel, I have spreadsheets for spreadsheets and it does as well to track all of your inventory. And this is one of the good reasons to do it outside of a platform and not let your platform be inventory management. So I was going through and looking at some things and I was like, oh, my spreadsheet says I have 2,800 active listings. eBay says I have 2,200. That's 500. Like if it was Ooh. four, I'd be like, whatever, even up to like 50. It was four. <laughs> whatever. I'm not going to spend the time to figure out where those ones, what happened to those. 500? Absolutely. So that is what I have spent my entire week doing. Yeah, um, I bet. and figuring out where those 500 came from. Yeah. I do have a spreadsheet, so I'm going to tell you exactly where they came from. I'll probably do a video on it too, so make sure to subscribe so you guys can see the exact breakdown. Um, so 72 of them were human error, meaning that when I, meaning my virtual assistant, was typing things into the spreadsheet, like it sold, but it didn't actually get put sold on my spreadsheet and like different or they accidentally made two listings instead of one in the spreadsheet. So it looks like I have two of the same items. So that was 72, 12%. Um, wow. Oh, wow. This, I mean, some of, most of it's good. Um, most of it. So 22%, it's not as scary as it was at the beginning of the week. Yeah. 132 of them. Again, says it's kind of humor, human error error as well. But at the beginning, or I like towards the summer, I was so sick of looking at some of these old items before I started sell similar. I donated like 130 items. Like I just got rid of them. But I didn't take them out of my spreadsheet. Oh no. So, which is good. Right. So like they were accounted for, it wasn't like an issue, but they weren't like, it took me a minute to figure out that was part of them. Um, so right. that was 132 listings. This one's but good. That was out of the 500. Yeah. So because like eBay didn't have them listed because I took them off eBay. Right. But I still had them in my spreadsheet as listed. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, I got you. Sorry. I, I was missed that extra step. I was yeah. like, but are they still on Poshmark? But I got it. Okay. Um, I mean, honestly, some of them probably still are, but I don't care about canceling a sale on Poshmark. Um, right. I did make sure that they're all off of eBay, though, because you don't want to sell an item you don't have. Yeah. 163 of them. So this, I'm telling you guys this, too, because if you pull a report – was the timing and when I pulled the report because I pulled the report mm -hmm. right after I had done sell similar. And so they were active. They were mm -hmm. active on eBay, but when I pulled the report, it wasn't refreshed on the back end. So there was like 163 that eBay didn't show in the report, even though they were in, because you know how like sometimes you went promoted and then it takes like four or five minutes before. Yes. Um, so that, that was like 163 of them that I like pulled the report again a couple hours later. And I was like, okay, there, those are. Well, that's what I was, and that was my knee jerk reaction when you were telling me this happened. I was like, oh my God, is there any way the report's just wrong? Like, that's a lot. I know, I know. Um, and yes, but that wasn't the whole picture. So that's interesting. No, I mean, but that was a large percent, which is good. Okay. Yeah. And then these are the two that I have to spend the next couple of months or weeks working on. So 113 of them I'm saying are like eBay error, meaning that I actually, I went through, after I figured out mm -hmm. all, all these, I went through and physically looked in all of my inventory for all of the ones that were missing and said, hey, my spreadsheet says I have them. eBay doesn't have them. Do I actually physically have them? Right. <laughs> And so those are, right. Like, I don't want to list it again if I actually sold it and I didn't. So of what's left now, 113, I actually physically have still, and they're not on eBay. 96 of them. I, I have no idea. I don't physically have them anymore. They have not, I can't find the crappy part on eBay as you, um, some of the reports I want to look like I had to go through individually. Like it was it a return? Was it a, right. all those kind of reports? And even like individual sales data only goes back so far. So I think for a lot of the missing, I, I don't know. I'm gonna have to like investigate those one by one. Um, but I think, and this goes into the sell similar, I think part of what happened, um, some of the inventory was really old. And I have heard that they do just sometimes fall off of eBay. Um so I think some of it's that I reached out to Val and she asked me how the, I list my items. Oh. And I was, interesting. Like, yeah. and I haven't heard back from her, but I'm like, that's an interesting question. So I think it is. Oh yeah. So I'll keep it. You guys posted on that. Um, Big fan of Val. 
Yes, but this is one reason that I have it ended because most of these items have ended either. I'm figuring out either I did a sell similar and didn't re-put them. Like I ended them, but didn't sell them similar or they were a return that didn't get relisted. Yeah. Um, notice that happens sometimes. And that I don't. happens pretty frequently in my experience where I'm like, oh, but I catch it because I have this returns bin that I like make into a new bin and reassign the bin number once it gets full. And so a lot of times when I'm going back through to reassign the bin number, I'm like, hmm, this listing's not here anymore. Well, this is what I wanted to talk to you about because I don't have processes like this. So I think when I put my returns away, I need to double check that they are back. Yeah. Or just go through like the returns every once a week and make sure they made it. So I think part of it is returns aren't going, getting relisted, even though they automatically relist. And part of it is cancellations. So um, I'm like, I know this happened last week. I know this item sold. They didn't pay. It got canceled. It's not anymore. So and I think that it did not automatically realize. Yes. So and it's glad I'm glad that I don't end my or I don't delete my ending ended because of those like 113, oh. a lot of them are still on eBay. So I I don't have to create new listings. Yeah. You just go in and find them. Um, That's good. So learn from me, friends. Have processes in place. Check your inventory. Gut check things. <laughs> oh. It was day. actually kind of fun though. I mean, it's very like meticulous you know there's something that's gratifying about that for sure it was like investigation skills like it's kind of what i used to do a lot of that stuff when i worked in corporate america like build spreadsheets and like figure out data and like i wish i could get paid to do that all day i mean you can but not as a reseller you have yeah. like things to do that um, it mostly right. feels like if you're having to spend your time on something that's not generating income you're like ah but okay. it, it was at the beginning of the i had a agenda for what I was going to do this week. Yeah. And normally I have to take photos every week. So I'm actually kind of excited that 113 of them I can, eBay's going to think they're new listings. Yeah. And so that counts as like my new listings that I didn't get to take photos of before. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I feel okay about it. I also didn't list much last month and almost hit, sold my items. Oh, I did no. list every September and October. So I think that's why. Yeah. Um, that's I, interesting. I, I was, um, had super low like low dollar sales just low 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 all of september and october which for me usually it's earlier in the summer and for whatever reason it was just kind of terrible i'm sorry no it was uh, august and september but um i was listing whenever i'm stressed about that and i'm like oh my gosh like it makes me feel better to like push hard on listing because i can control that (laughs) but you do see the fruit of it later like it's really funny how that works I know it's interesting. Um, so this is interesting. I have a couple of videos coming out on this um, because my sales were down, and I was like, "Okay, Sarah, like, what would you tell someone who is you? like, take your own advice, yeah. <laughs> right?" Um, and what I say a lot is, running a coupon, a discount, a markdown, two things. One is not going to work if no, it's one thing, but there's two different reasons. It's not going to work if people don't see your items, right? So promoted listings is going to help. But so there's two ways for people to see your items on eBay, promoted and organic. So first work on organic, make sure, pull a listing quality report, make sure your listings are the top, the best that they can be. Because yeah. if you want a, a sale on it, but no one sees the sale, they can't buy it. Like there's probably a store down the street for me that's running a sale right now. I'm not going to buy something because I'm not in the store. <laughs> um, and so work on organic first because that's free. And then promoted, you have to get people in front of, like, you need your impressions right. to at the top. You need your impressions to be big. They can't buy the item if they don't ever see it. Right? Yeah. And maybe your pricing is totally fine. It's just not mm-hmm. reaching the audience. Right. Which is something, too, that's happened to me with doing the sales and learning the promoted. My yeah. average sale price, it's still down year over year, but it's actually increased over the past couple of months because I'm not running as big a promotion. Yeah. I'm just getting it in front of more people yeah for what they actually want um hmm. all right let's see if there are any other questions you guys have already heard my timer i have about 10 more 15 yes minutes. I, well, time. I see one i wanted to call out really quick yeah. uh, also from timothy doyle he says that relisted items will go away from unsold items and that is true but when you're selling similar that's not the same as relisting so that's why you have to go back in and delete them after because you're not actually relisting them. You're selling them similar. And those old listings are just dead. So yes. Just is. To clarify that for anybody 
who was not clear on that. Yes, I can't find the question to put up here, but um, I think he has another question. Oh, I I do have a question for you that's just on another topic. But Yes. Um, so to Anna's point as well, right? Like the real estate on eBay automatically does that, but it's still like it turns stale or stagnant. And so if eBay is like, hey, this is a new listing. I'm going to show it to people and no one clicks on it and buys it. Eventually eBay's like, no one wants this and they stop. Like that's what the algorithm does, right? It like yeah. no one has bought it. So it pushes it down. Where sell similar makes it a completely new listing and eBay starts putting it in front of places yeah. again. It's another share. Yes. How can I remove sold items from Poshmark or when I select the item to share, will it share to a follower sold items? Uh, you cannot remove, so you cannot remove, you cannot remove sold items on Poshmark. And a question. Um, I think you can share them. I don't know why you would, um, but I think you actually can. Hmm. Uh, if anyone has any other questions before we wrap up, I think Anna had. I don't know what that means. Um, Ooh, there's like some feedback. That was weird. Did you hear it? I did. Yes. Sorry. I'm trying to go through these. I have a question. Okay. I'm trying to get the questions. We were like chatting a while without getting <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. Hello, friends. I have a question. Do you think creating custom templates good for your eBay store and you do it without? Happy holidays to both, uh, to you both. And Sarah, thank you for always responding. Templates. Uh, so having a really big miscellaneous store, I don't really use templates any, in any consistent way. Um, so I don't know. Um, I'm going to say it's on my to-do list. <laughs> At the beginning, I was really get, wanting to do it at the beginning of the year. I have a virtual assistant, so they use um, MUA, multi-user yes, account. Yeah. Um, and you couldn't, they couldn't use listing templates, which I was like, well, that's kind of weird because most students yeah. are listers. Yeah. Um, but since the spring update, they've been able to do it. Um, okay. It uses a lot of upfront work to create the listing templates. Um, so I haven't done it yet. In theory, it's supposed to be, it should be faster. And yeah. if you like for you, you probably don't list the same thing or even like. I don't, but I mean, if I happen to have like, uh, you know, oh, I have a whole bunch of button pins that I'm listing. Okay. Well then I will just, I won't make a, go out of my way to make a template for it, but I will like make a draft and kind of pre-fill stuff and then just duplicate that draft. That's kind of like, kind of like making a template, but it's not the same process, but it kind of, it definitely does streamline, you know, a lot of it. Yeah. But it's not and really just, <laughs> Right. Well, and you use business policies too. So that streamlines yeah. it as well. Oh, yeah. For sure. If you're niche down, I would create. I would spend the time doing it. Um, yeah. I think it would be helpful. The best way to end sell similar is to delete your unsold page at the very end. Uh, you can get your unsold page to be sorted by most recent ended if you mix up and similar with deleting unsold. Um, I've done that too. And so I have gone through and because if like something oh. sells while you're doing this, it'll go or like if something is canceled when you're something showed up and I was like, well, that wasn't. Right. Um, and so sorting by like making sure I always look at the date and make sure that it's like today's time that I just. Right. Okay. Interesting. Um. Okay, so I want to touch on this because I have heard this and I've had it happen on eBay. I find drafts are dangerous. I have seen them vanish off the screen. It does. And I've reached out to eBay about it. Um, after, oh, I want to say 30 days. Yes. Go away. Unless you schedule them. Yes. And, but then you have to pay for that unless you go in and activate it before the scheduled time comes about or something. Which right? I don't remember to do that. But yes, no. <laughs> you want to get it around. And that's why, like, I have enough photos for 30 months, but my virtual assistants are only a week ahead. Yeah. eBay drafts, um, because that did happen to me once. Yes. I'm the type of learner who has to make the mistake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Learn well, it. the one that I've made is that you can only have like 200 drafts or something. And then it starts pushing the oldest drafts off the end of the list because I had my sister-in-law mm -hmm. doing like 300 things one time. And we realized like maybe 10 or 15 items in that, oh my God, we reached the limit of drafts, which is like, I don't know, it's like 200 or 250 or something, something in that neighborhood. If you're a bigger store, that's not... 
I know it's not that many and like she'll do more than that in a batch easily but it's like well we gotta then break up the days on which you're drafting and I'm coming right behind you listing them so that it's clearing up space yeah and well, there's no I was thinking if there was like a way that you could list outside but there's no like in list perfectly or something but you saw how to fill out so many item specifics yeah that it's like added space right but that will happen where it's like oh i just got a wild hair and like had my own stuff with me that i was listing and then she's about to do a bunch of drafts and i'm like i gotta get out of your way like that happens sometimes all right uh if anyone has any questions before we wrap up we have about 10 minutes um otherwise we have lots of things to talk about Anna, you said you have yes a question i i have like a hypothetical for you so i don't think i i'm pretty sure you don't do any consignment right uh, I've tried it here and there and I, it's not for me, but I, it's not super for me either. I think overall, but I've had a couple of like large, like estate cleanout level consignment projects that I've done that it, it's probably makes up about 25% of my store of my inventory. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot. And in that way it was worth it to be like, well, I don't have to source anything for like as a consignment though six months a buyout. right so the, right so there's like a split but here's what i'm thinking now i'm like okay those were each like interesting unique situations i think it was the right thing to do at the time but i really don't want to do that again and now there's no reason why it would be more advantageous for me to do that because i could just buy it out yeah like i would rather just buy it out and be done with it but so what i'm thinking is is there a point at which i could basically go to my clients you know i have like a handful of clients i track all of their stuff in their own spreadsheet it takes me like maybe like an hour every month to like reconcile everything and update you know and pay them all out and whatever and i just don't like doing it like it's annoying to me and i'm like i would honestly rather just buy them out and not have to keep sending them money every month and not having to keep doing all those calculations every month like and it's like pretty streamlined already. So like, it's just, it's like more details that I, than I like need in my brain. Um, yeah. And you know, my stuff sells slowly over time. So like I could be paying out some of these clients for like years and I'm just Do like, you have is a contract with them for a time? No. Yeah. So but like what is there a point at which I just buy them out and, but based on what, like, cause things might not sell for like the list price or whatever, like. So I have, the couple of times I've done consignment, one is for my brother-in-law um, and he sells on eBay, but he just gets sick of doing the back end stuff. But yeah. I still like shopping. So every once in a while, he'll get a hair up his butt and be like, well, you just sell for me. Um, and so that's a very like casual, like we sell, yeah. but like I don't sign a contract with him or anything. But the other two or three that I've done, I signed a contract and it was like, cause I don't, like, I didn't want to be in that situation where I'm like have things forever. Yeah. Um, and so it was like after, I don't remember the exact time frames. maybe like after six months, we talk again, essentially is what it was. Maybe it was a year. No, I think it was six months, but we talk again and we see how many ha we have left and what we think is, but honestly, most of the stuff that I sell, if it hasn't sold in six months, it's, it's not likely. Yeah. The last consignment person that I had, um, and it was only maybe like 50 items, we were like testing it out. And I was like, where you are? I'm like, this is not worth it. They thought their stuff was better than it was. Um, it wasn't. Yeah. And I was also like, I this is my ASP. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like myself will sell at that. And I was like, okay, we'll try it out. Right. Yeah. Told at that. But then everything else, I'm like, it's six. And so I was like, hey, you can. So I was like, you can either pay to ship it back or I will buy it from you. And I offered to buy it from her what I would buy at a, like what I would pay for it yeah, right. if I saw it at the thrift store. And she was like, cool, it hasn't sold in six months. I will take your buyout. And yeah. she, and then I just had it. Well, that was like my, initial, I would throw it out. That was my initial thought of like, okay, you know, like, let's just pretend that I'm now just wholesale buying the rest of this from you because I've already put in all the time and, and and energy and paid an employee to help me get them all listed. So it's like, that's a cost to factor in. I do have like a per item cost that I can actually use for that. But it's like, okay, so, you know, if it's like, whatever, like $5 an item or something, do you want this lump sum now? And then we're just, just simple and we're just done. Like, I would rather do that. And if I'm wrong about that and I only make $2 on it later, like, at least it's not the hassle. Anymore. Well, and then you're sa right. You're saving that hour every single day. And one of it's the actual hour or every uh, 
month. Yeah. But it's also the mental capacity. Like I yeah. didn't like the mental capacity of having yeah. with it. Um, the thing is, is so I gave him like ultimatum. I was like, I'm done. It's our six months. Your options are, and I wrote it into the contract, like whatever doesn't sell, you pay the shit back to you yeah. or I donate. Um, and I was like, it's six months, I'll buy it from you. But like, so if you yeah. give them an option and they're like, okay, we'll come pick it all up. Oh yeah. Well, is for that both, something you want to deal with? No, I mean, those would not, for, for neither of those like larger scale situations, that wouldn't even really be an option. And those were both situations where it was like, Hey, here's literally like a whole household worth of stuff. My job was to, like go through and pull out anything that'd be valuable. So like I chose what was going to get sold, you know, and, and they're just like getting their little cut of it like every month or whatever. So it's, it's like, convenient and hands-off for them and that was like the biggest you know benefit to them from the whole thing in the first place so I don't think anybody would be like oh my gosh I want this stuff back like it's not really like that you know yeah I would just pose it to them and be like hey we've I've had it for this long um, yeah I think for the sake of both of us like I'll just buy the rest from you and we'll yeah. up the whole scenario and yeah. then make a contract next time yeah or don't have a next time oh yeah um oh. I know I hear people do consignment and then I'm always like oh that sounds like a good idea um and then I try it and I was like no that's I think if that's all that you do you have processes in place you have like yeah but it's it's a different business model and like it it's really hard for that like if it was like very high-end items like sure but like it's not usually for the most part, it's like decent, you know, but not like amazing. And then compared to what I could go buy for approximately 82 cents an item and just own it and have none of the hassle and make a much higher profit margin. Like it's yeah. just, you know, it's not really worth the time. Like you're saying, like the time it takes to do this business model versus that one. And so. they, they probably like, I mean, if it's been a decent amount they're they're probably like over it as well. Too, yeah. Right? Well, and at the time it was like amazing. I'm like scrappy and I'm, you know, trying to get this business like really going and it's all this free inventory, like not really free, just free on the front end. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, not, I mean, uh, yeah. But with it. a high volume strategy or high, I mean, a large inventory strategy, that was like awesome. That was like, this is great. I don't have to spend any money on inventory for months. So, which is know. why I've kind of dabbled in it too. Cause it yeah, it's, nice. it's definitely compelling, but yeah, I think I've had enough experience in it now where I'm like, it's not my favorite and I don't want to, I know I don't want to keep doing it. And you certainly don't want to have like a, like too big of a chunk of your inventory, you know, being profit that you have to split. Like that hurts. <laughs> yes. yes. And look, and this is why I do it with my brother-in-law. Cause when I do it, like I track his inventory that sells and his average sale price, I think for the couple months, last time I did it for him was like $125. I was like, cool. I'll split that all day. Like that's 100%. still like half of that is still over double my normal right right and that's worth it yeah yes there was a question but Duncan got to it and I had a question I've been wanting to ask this for a while I'm and I don't know what the answer is I'm just interested to hear what the chat has to say what you have to mm. say so when you send offers you can do it from your phone you have to do it one by one and yeah. you can send a coupon with it right if you do it on your computer, you can do it all in bulk and you can send like a coupon that they'll get 48 hours later, encouraging them to come back to your store, right? In theory, more sales. So my question is, I'm not around my computer all the time. Do you think it's better to sell the offer right away-ish? Like I'm not mm. going to send it within 10 minutes, but like maybe every hour, two hours, I'll be on my phone and I'm like, okay, I could send offers right now while I'm waiting to pick up the kids or do I wait until tonight? Yeah. And not catch them right away, right? Like, I don't know what the right answer is, but I'm always, like, debating when I'm doing it if I should do it right now or if I should wait for the coupon and do it in bulk. So I'm yeah. interested to hear what you say and what others. That's a good question. I mean, I don't have that much of a track record with coupons in general. Like, I've had one that's had, that's had like, decent success, but I'm not sure it's the same as what my public coupon was. So I'm not sure like how much of it was based on people using it because of offers and how much of it, you know, cause it's like for later, right. If you send it with an offer. Yeah. So you don't know like, yeah. It, yeah. Right. So I, I don't know. I mean, I compulsively send them all the time from my phone, but I also, mm. um, I like to check the little box that says like always send offers and you can't do that on, uh, if you, bulk or there's there's like one situation where you can't that's not like an option I you think can do it. you can do it in bulk but only every once in a while does it show up in bulk right it, it's like you, you can do it on your phone 
you can, but but you have to do it individually on your phone, like open a little thing and switch on the slider. <laughs> oh, I've never I've never looked to do it on my. I'm looking right now. I've never. You can do it on your phone, but yeah, it's like you. But then you don't have the coupon thing. Oh, where? Because so here's my phone. Okay, so it's it's in the next page. So I'll give you put in an offer. Okay, it's the submit page. There's like a toggle. Oh, edit offer. Edit offer. Oh, or change. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, offer settings. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Which is, in theory, is only good for as long as you're listing until the next time you sell similar. <laughs> because yeah. then it's new again. I don't like doing that. It's I like the idea because then I don't have to like manually do it. But I don't like doing it because sometimes I'm like, well, today sucks. So I'll send you like a thirty percent off offer. Like, right? I don't want to always do the same offer depending on how my sales. Yeah, are, or like true. how long I've had the item, or right. Um, I I do it on my phone like whenever there is one. But if there's like a a whole bunch, like if there's like thirty, <laughs> like in the middle of the day on my phone, then I'm like, I'll wait till I get on the. I'm not gonna click through thirty of these. Yeah. I'll find the highest dollar ones and send them right then. And then later I'll do the rest in bulk. But if I want to do the like always send, then I think I still have to usually do them one at a time. But I still do them on the computer. So I don't know. It's it's like. I, I would rather do it on the computer and do it in bulk, but most of the time, if not always, that always send isn't there if I'm doing it in bulk. But I also don't care as much about that anymore, like as of late, because I do sell similar, like, yeah. you know, on a on a schedule. Are you noticing, I wonder how much it really saves time. Like doing that every single time, because like most of my things, I don't know how your items are, but most of my items don't go above like five watchers. Yeah. yeah. So like if I'm sending out five watchers offers, that takes me 30 seconds, where if I have to go in and click that thing, it takes me 30 seconds. Mm, yeah. So it might not, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, yeah. I don't, I've never but thought. Like, but if it picks up any new watchers, it'll send mm, it to them. Yeah. But I don't know, because it's hard to know, like, has that resulted in very many sales? Like, I don't know. I feel like I hardly ever make, I mean, that's not true. I think since I've been doing promotions more, um, I have more people accepting offers that I send. Yes. But I don't know. I don't rely on that a whole lot anyway. It just always feels like a Hail Mary to me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know you could do it. So I learned something in that. Um, I think for me, what I typically do um, is... I will do it on the computer if it's under like two or three hours. If it's been past that time, then mm -hmm. I like to catch, especially because most of my stuff, unless it's uh, most of my stuff, I think is like an impulse ish buy. Like there's a 1 million other pairs of jeans on the app that someone else is probably sending them an offer. Like they probably went through and liked like five mm -hmm. items and them the first offer. And like, um, it's not like they're waiting to buy it is some of like the high end purses. Maybe someone is like, I'm going to watch this. And when I get paid in a week, I'll come back and buy it. That's not right. Nice. Right. Um, and so I think doing it sooner rather than later. So I think typically what I do is if it's been more than a couple of hours, I will do it on my phone. Um, but if it's like, okay, I did it this morning and I'm going to be home in an hour, I'll just do it later. Yeah. Um, Oh, we have one more question and then I can hop off and oh, go get the kids. It's Friday. Do you pay yourself per item? I'm just trying to get better at my daily bookkeeping because right now I'm spending most of the profits on inventory and some for personal, but I am not keeping track. Hmm. So um, I'm trying to think when I was starting out part-time, I paid myself like a percentage of the gross. Um, I don't remember what it was, to be honest with you. But now I just pay myself like a flat amount every month. And, um, it's not based on like per item at all. Cause that would just be too much, too many details. But I will say, I also like, um, always had a percentage of the, the profits that I put back into the inventory. And that really helped me to like mm -hmm. have a budget when I was shopping and have some structure and have some like rules so that it was clear, like, okay, this is, this is, you know, going to be steady growth for me, but and if I have, if I'm making more, you know, then I can spend a little bit more or whatever, but like generally I'm going to stay around, you know, 10 or 20% or something like that. So it's been different percentages at different times as my business has grown over the last five years. But, um, you know, finding a percentage that makes sense to you, um, will, will, uh, sort of 
guarantee that you are growing and that you are reinvesting, but it will also keep you from like overspending and, you know, not paying yourself or whatever. Yeah. I think it depends on the person too and your strategy. Like I went gangbusters. Um, and I made a couple of videos about this last year, but everyone's like, Oh my God, you're growing so much. You're growing so much. I was like, y'all, I have not taken an income in like six months. Like it looks impressive because, but everything that I was making, I was growing, 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 growing. And so if you want to grow quickly, you're taking less for yourself because you're putting it back into your business. Yeah. Um, And if you want to grow, which is where like at the eBay podcast are like, do you want to get bigger? And I was like, no, I like (laughs) where I'm at because then I'm not having to reinvest. And I know like more or less. Yeah to make and it's a little bit more stable. I mean, I also don't have room for it and I don't want employees. Um, but I think if you're not diligent too, I'm, if y'all haven't guessed a math person and a numbers person. And so even without like giving myself (laughs) a percentage, um, we're pretty good with finances. So I never really very rational. Yeah. Never like set a percentage. And my income is also, we set our lifestyle up for one income, whether it was my husband's or my um, income when I was working in corporate America. And so my income is like the kids can do extras. We can go on vacations. We can put more money into our HSA. We can. So what we tend to do is just like fill up yeah. the bucket and then we're like, oh, we need to go on a vacation time to take money out of Sarah's business. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. Because it's not paying the bills, right? Like my yeah. spouse's income is like all of our necessities. Um, I do have children to get. So speaking join of, us. Oh, yes. Oh, speaking of? Speaking what? of, no, no, necessity. Oh, I was like, Anna, do you have an announcement no. to make sure to the end? You're like, what? <laughs> no, I'm just saying your children are, your ne- are necessities. You have to go pick them up. Oh, yes. You yes, are yes. Their <laughs> I'm But it's a book fair this week at school. So they oh, would be fine being left there and like buying all the books. I promise um, I will not tell you on live TV whenever I am pregnant. Okay. <laughs> at the very at the very end. The very end. In therapy, we call that a doorknob confession. I will not doorknob confession you. Oh, yes. As you're walking out. All right. Yeah. So we will be here next week. I am doing Vlogmas. Vlogtober. Yes. Vlogmas. Not Vlogtober. That's October. Um, so there's going to be a video every single, I th- I'm hoping there's going to be a video every single day in December. Um, a couple lives with Anna up until the holidays, and then we're going to take a couple breaks. I'm doing eBay store reviews next week. The form is already out there. It is first come, first serve. So if you guys want an eBay store review, head on over to the eBay live uh, video for next week and go to the description and fill out the store review. And we will see you guys next week. Happy sales. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Happy December. Oh yes, it is December.